babies. Thank you, Irene. Thanks, sweet tits. William. Boys. William. All right, boys. Welcome to the show. Let's get it started with a couple opening takes. Uh, you know what? I'm going to switch it up because the, the day's been switched up, and I'm going to go to Ray first because now I'm interested to see where you want to take this. Your opening take, Raymond. Thank you. Uh, next year, we need to address the left tackle position because I, Isaiah Wynn has, be, has been digressing instead of progressing every year. He sucks. He's an absolute trash bag. He's going to get Mac Jones killed. This guy needs to be off the team. Uh, we need a new left tackle Second immediately. week in a row, Ray has come with a negative Patriots opening take after uh, a nice convincing win. Yeah, what happened to little... our good, good jolly Homer? Hey, let's just keep going. I mean, if they keep winning, I'm going to keep shitting on them. So let's keep going. Let's keep this fucking trend going. Three in a row. Three in a row. Absolutely. Bill, your opening take. Why don't you go first? Because I want to piggyback off yours a little I'm bit. changing mine because Ray changed his. Oh, yes. are you? All right. So, so you can take mine. Well, <laughs> I, I kind of want to do mine a little bit. So, I mean, you talk about the rebuild. This, this rebuild is going to look a lot different as we're five and four, kind of half a game out of first place. Uh, getting the rebuild, Mac Jones at 15. You kind of lucked into that. I mean, where would this team be? We're talking about you're in a playoff seed right now over halfway through the season. And I mean, that's you spent $250 million in the offseason, but a lot of that has to do with your rookie quarterback. Because this team right now, if your succession plan was Cam Newton for another season, where is this team going to be next year when there's no quarterbacks in the, in the draft to draft? So, I mean, you lucked out grabbing Cam, I mean, Mac at 15. Yeah. And he's got to continue to do better to uh, for this team to do better. Uh, mine is Ben Simmons in the Celtics rumors because Ray <laughs> Ray couldn't put it together. Ben Simmons ruined uh, rumored to the Celtics this morning for <laughs> Jalen Brown has since been said to be not true, which I believe is bullshit. I think Brad Stevens called asked about Ben Simmons. The Philadelphia 76ers says we, we want Jalen Brown. Then they called Shams and that's what got reported. That's what happened. But the fact that, uh, Brad Stevens is asking for is asking about Ben Simmons. Unless that deal involved Marcus Smart, keep Ben Simmons off my team. But I'm coming around to Ben Simmons or Marcus Smart. You're a better team with Ben Simmons, kind of hands down. He's just such a fucking loser tool that it'd be really hard to root for him. But at this point, I need Marcus Smart off this team. So if you can get smart, you know, make the money work, couple first round picks, two first round picks at the most, I might do it. What's he looking at? Was he shrink now? Uh, that was the last rumor. Ben Simmons. Well, they, the yeah, he's your shrink. He's got 365 uh, bucks a fucking game. So thousand grand. Thousand. Can I ask yeah. you a question though? What's two of the biggest weaknesses on the Celtics right now? Ball, uh, passing the ball and defense. And what does Ben Simmons bring assists? And he's an all NBA defender. I'm kind of talking myself into it. If it doesn't he involve, can't. if it doesn't involve, I know, what's, but if it doesn't involve, weakness? hold on, hold on. What's the only biggest weakness? We can't shoot the ball. If it doesn't involve Jalen Brown is what I'm saying. No, like I'm all for it, but you can't make, you can't make the trade till January. If you're trying to do Mark smart, cause he, you just signed him an extension. Him and Rob Williams can't be moved until at least January. Schroeder can be moved in December. Yeah. Since you, you signed him. So, I mean, those are, those are three of those pieces that are probably going to have to one, make money work and two to get Ben Simmons here. Yeah. Uh, the Ben Simmons, the Boston stuff is uh, nerve wracking, but if it means Marcus Martin, a shakeup might be for it. Uh, of course, we'll be talking about the Patriots taking care of business down there in Carolina. Uh, the Jays would can, love it. 
Raymond and I can give you some uh, some firsthand experience. It was Foxborough South down there. You can uh, hear it. I was watching on TV. I couldn't believe how like yeah, we know the section it was coming from too. <laughs> very much so. Uh, a lot of Patriots talk after that win against Carolina, and looking forward to half game out of the first place. Uh, we'll do some Celtics talk. Lost a uh, nail biter over the weekend. Marcus Smart, uh, and obviously a little more on the Ben Simmons stuff and the Red Sox offseason. Uh, they made the moves that they had to make, and now we wait. Um, That'll be the show. Welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show. Fat Tuesday, December 9th. Welcome to the show. Uh, November, but close. Fuck, November. Damn it. There was a paper over the thing. You're a whole fucking month off, kid. It hasn't even Thanksgiving yet, bro. No, no, the best place to go is in November or December. White Birch Brewing down in the National House. Ray address, please. 60 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Uh, head on down there uh, <laughs> on grooming day. Get yourself lubed up and then head on over to the second base place to be November, December. Uh, whatever you do, uh, tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you white birch brewing. Uh, 24 to 6 beat down over the putrid Panthers, at least offensively. Uh, they were bad. The defense for the Patriots was good. That's where I want to start. JC Jackson, two picks, including an 88 yard pick six on one of the worst plays I've seen a quarterback make in a long time. Um, and he was coming off an illness that kept him out of practice all week. Trap he bro. said that he thought it might literally kill him. Um, we'll in, I've had in a world throw, where a couple million bad. people have died from COVID, I don't know if that's if that's the way you want to come out. If you're PR throw. is like, don't say it's that. Not that time. bad. Not that bad. Uh, Jamie Collins with the other pick, a fucking unbelievable play. And uh, yeah, Sam Donald just is just awful. He should not be in the league anymore. Uh, 16 for 33, 172 yards, no touchdown, three picks. I don't know why they didn't go to Christian McCaffrey all day long. I rewatched the game today. That third quarter before Darnold threw his third pick, Christian McCaffrey ate up that Patriots defense, which all running backs who can catch the ball will do against this team because their linebackers are a little bit slow. Um, Judon was, was all a, over the place yeah. again. Barmore had an awesome game. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the defense showed up. Your thoughts on the defense, Bill? I mean – Great, you've owned Darnold. He's 0 4 in his career now. I mean, you baited him kind of like you. You've seen that the team kind of switch to more zone recently. Like you're you're playing predominantly zone two high two high safeties back now. So I mean, it, you're not playing as much man to man. You do have a little bit of man to man tendencies. That's why you're kind of seeing J C Jackson get matched up on one guy. But you're not you're not seeing a lot of it. What you saw early in the year, it's probably out of necessity. You lost Jonathan Jones. You lost Stephon Gilmore. Jalen Mills sucks. So. I mean, you're finally seeing the defense kind of really pick up after the last, last three games on this three-game winning streak. I mean, even going back to Tampa, you kind of confused Brady a little bit. He had a couple bad games. I mean, Justin Herbert, you saw what he did yesterday, over 300 yards, you know, and a bounce back, and you just shut him down last week. So, I mean, it's it's really – the defense as a whole is good, and I think a lot of it has to do with Judon and Bar- Barmore. You know, you're playing, again, a lot of nickel, and you don't have to bring those ex- extra rushers because Barmore is getting after the quarterback, and Matt Judon's got his nine sack – Again, they're both getting constant pressure. I think Matt Judon's third in the league or first in the league in, in, in uh, pressures allowed or pressures, I should say, generated on the quarterback. I mean, you're seeing it. He was in the backfield every play. And, and the way Barmore is fucking playing, I mean, 68% of the snaps yesterday. I mean, he's going up every single week and he's making Im- impactful plays. He the, the interception that he threw to J.C. Jackson, Darnold. I mean, you, you you go back and watch the replay. Who's right behind him chasing him is Barmore. I mean, he, he put the pressure right on him and, and that, it's good to see. I mean, this is what you need to see, especially – Judon and Barmore, I mean, that's their key to their defense right now because, again, the pressure and they both can stop the run. 
Yeah, I think that's a big part of it because I don't think your secondary is all that great. And I think um, a lot of this zone has to do with the quarterbacks that they're playing. Uh, you know, dumb quarterbacks are uh, more easily confused when you can kind of shake around a zone instead of just playing straight man and uh, letting the, letting your you know wide receivers go out there and beat a guy. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. It, that front seven, specifically those two guys, have made it a lot easier on that gotcha secondary. Gotcha had a good game too. I, it felt like from the stands, it felt like Sam Darnold was running out of the pocket every single time he threw the ball. A lot of that game has to do with Sam Darnold just being atrocious, but they were certainly getting pressure. There's no doubt about it. The front seven was, uh, was getting pressure. Yeah. And you saw it. Uh, you saw it a lot. I think a scouting report was as soon as pressure Sam Darnold, he's taking his first read. You saw him scramble out of pocket, little design runs up to kind of get out there. Never set his feet. He was throwing darts again, terrible ball. JC Jackson interception. Come on, dude. How you, you overshot that guy by a mile. And then JC Jackson, he said his legs were out. Uh, you know, dead by the time he got the 88, but going back to more of that zone kind of, you know, suits JC Jackson more. I don't think he's a great cover number one shutdown corner, but he's a good, he's a good solid corner that in your ball more. He, he's he a ball. Like he, he leads the league in interceptions since 2018. He got his fifth one yesterday, first career touchdown. I mean, now you're trying to play with your strength because Williams and Jalen Mills are, are two guys that I can't do it for you right now. Yeah, and that's you might it. be right. They might be a zone team moving forward. And if, if that's what they found, you know, good for them. Uh, Ray, does the does the defense give you some confidence or is it you know you've had three good games in a row first against the Jets are are terrible uh you know you got to say it's a good game against Justin Herbert and now the Panthers who are terrible do you think the defense have turned the corner here or do you need to see some more I don't it, even if they're playing terrible teams if you have that confidence building each week and week out and hearing from the reporters that you guys you know you're just playing these weak teams I think that's going to light a fire under their ass even more Big test this week coming up against the Browns, but I love to see what we're doing. Judon, that man is a fucking beast. We were watching from the stands, like you said yesterday, coming from the right side, the play went to the left. He went the whole opposite side of the field, 100 miles an hour. He doesn't give up on the plays. Love to see that from this defense. If they can keep this going, uh, yeah, things are going to happen. And you kind of got like a rotation. Now you, you played basically the same three linebackers, Van Noy, Judon, or the four, Judon, Van Noy, uh, Bentley and Hightower. You didn't really see a lot else out there. Jamie Collins kind of mixed in later in the game on third downs, but I mean, you, you kind of, you're, you're seeing them figure out their front seven now, even Godchow and Guy, and then obviously Barmore, the way they're playing. I mean, they're in there every down now. And again, Barmore is a three down player right now, just the way he's kind of getting out of quarterback. The stats aren't there, but he's doing a lot of pressures. And oh, he's, getting, in, he's, getting, in every he's in there. Play. He's in every play. And Lawrence and, Guy needs a shout out. He's been, he has woken up at least in the run game. Every time that they have a, a decent run stuff, he's, he's right there. And let's be honest, their run defense has gotten a lot better too. Now, if you I was held Mahar, you held them to 79 yards, they rushed for over 200 yards last week. Carolina. Yeah, did. I put a lot of that on Carolina because they, they kept dropping Sam Darnold back for some God fuck, fucking mm -hmm. reason, God forsaken reason, but I would have handed the ball off to Christian McCaffrey or, or that other guy. Yeah. The Hubbard. other kid there. He, uh, he had a decent catch Chuba, run too, Hubbard. Chuba, Hubbard. Um, and make this run defense play and stop you. But I think that they've turned a little bit of a corner too. The Patriots have uh, in that run defense and and kind of shoring things up there. So, yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good sign because not only did you beat bad teams, but you made them look foolish. You made the Mike White and Zach uh, Wilson look foolish. You made Justin Herbert look foolish. You made Sam Darnold look completely foolish so yeah uh certainly a good test coming up with the browns in this defense hopefully they can keep it going i expect the browns to get some big chunk plays i mean Jalen mills is due for at least one of those uh 25 27 yard 
you know, in cuts yeah. to the middle. He hasn't of the had field. that one in a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah Nick just... Chubb will be a good test for them coming back. They're the number one rushing offense in the NFL in basically every single category yards, yards per touchdowns. So, uh, he's a beast. We show God, if you know, if there was only a way, you know, the New England Patriots could have drafted one Georgia only. If, if, only. if only they could have taken one Georgia running back. I'd love to see that scouting report from what was that 2017? Yeah, so they drafted him in 18 because they won the Super Bowl Michelle's rookie year. And right. So the draft he, was from the 2017 season for the for college. I would love to see that scouting report from uh, from those George running backs. No, yeah, no. Sony Michelle's the guy. This is who. Yeah. Constantly hurt. Average five yards of carry in college. Can't catch the football out of the backfield. Ah, he's better than the good all around three down back who can catch and run and is one of the top 10 running backs in the league. That's awesome. That's yeah. just awesome. Solid choice there. But we can't, you know, you know. Good draft. Looks like last year turned out to be a pretty good draft for uh, for old Billy Boy. Oh, this year's looking good too. You're two for two in first and second round right now. I mean, Mac and Barmore. Yep, not bad. Uh, how about this? Speaking of, uh, was Damian Harris undrafted? When did he get drafted? Third, oh, third round. Third round, yeah. Third okay, round. great. And Ramadan Ding Dong went uh, fourth, 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 fourth round. round. Yep. So uh, both those guys had head injuries and might not be playing for a little bit, but they look good. The uh, the run game in general looked pretty good. Even fucking Brandon Bolin, the the skeleton Where? Where is this that is. From- Brandon Bolden had a nice day. Obviously, had that wheel route on third down. That was a big play for him. But uh, broke a couple tackles. I think I put it down here, or maybe I didn't. Um, oh yeah, eight carries, fifty-four yards, whatever that average is. Uh, and Ramadama ding dong that big forty-four yards. Yeah, about seven. That Six, big eight. forty-four yard uh, catch and run. He's looked good um, catching the ball in the backfield in the limited limited time we've seen. I thought he that. got hurt with it with a leg injury, so I don't know he. The replay, I don't know if you guys saw it because you're in the stadium, but yeah, like his that long run, he got hurt, ramming down a ding dong. Like he pulled up and he was holding the back of his leg, and you're like, What's going on? He jogged off and oh, they went it? right into the tent. I didn't, you didn't so see he, like it was a head injury, but he might have smashed it on the ground. Well, Harris he was a head hurt. injury, and I guess I'm thinking Harris got Harris got lit up and then Gunna got lit up on a kick return. Yeah, yeah we saw right that away. clear as yeah. day from up in the nosebleeds. He got fucking they didn't, rocked. They never mentioned it on the game. I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, he just got rocked, and he kind of got up wobbly, and then that was – they never said it on a broadcast. By the way, that broadcast, abysmal. Justin Bethel had a, an 88-yard touchdown <laughs> return for a touchdown. I watched it. I listened back to it today. It was so bad. Who was the, the guy? Who was the two? Adam Archuleta and, and uh, Gumble. The fuck? Oh, Jesus. It was the worst. I'm not even Gumbel kidding. Is... It, it, it was the worst. That was the worst I've ever seen. They got every player's name wrong. Kristen Bethel, 80 for the pick six. <laughs> I'm looking at it going, wait, that's, that's what Jackson. What is this guy talking about? Doing? Uh, do you th- so is this their identity? I mean, uh, Damien Harris has become pretty much an automatic touchdown inside the five-yard line if they're running it. Um, you know, we've talked about their O-line coming into form. True Ray, Isaiah Wynn has sucked in pass block. I mean, another holding call, another uh, false fourth start. In the, you're, you have 15 holding calls in the league. You're fourth in the league, I believe, in holding calls. Not Isaiah good. Wynn, I think Karras had a holding call or he had another. He had a false start. The left side of your line is not great, but you're running the ball. You're running the ball uh, pretty well here the last few games, last month or so. Um Good thing because Mac doesn't look good, but you got confidence in the run game, keeping it up if these running backs can stay healthy. You have to. Yeah, you have to because I'll tell you what, Mac Jones had one completion after halftime. You're not going to be good teams playing like that. You need your quarterback to step up. But I mean, this is your identity as defense and running the ball. We've said it all year. This is what you're going to need with a young quarterback because right now, this is two 
bad games in a row. I mean, he was 12 for 18, 131 yards, a terrible interception, a dirty play on that strip from on that strip sack. Oh, fuck you know? with a fucking dirty play. And cunt. that interception, by the way, going back and looking at it, Janu Smith fucking blows. The guy doesn't know how to run a route. Doesn't know how to do shit. He ran the other defender into, um, into, yeah. um, Jacoby Myers, right. which pulled Myers off the route. Everyone has given Stephon, uh, Gilmore a ton of credit for running that route. For no, Myers got picked by his own fucking guy, and Mac Jones threw it to Gilmore. So nice play by Gilmore, sure, but pump the brakes because that's the only play he made all day, by the way. And it, it was basically John o. Smith's fault. So yeah, that uh, Mac Jones didn't play well. Sure, uh, the strip sack clearly not really his fault. Held it a little long, I guess. But Hunter Henry and Isaiah Wynn, what the fuck are you doing, dude? You're a left tackle. You're pinned inside. And I know Hunter Henry was chipping and let him go. But Jesus, what like what is he doing out there? So let especially me give you some more Bart, mistakes. Especially against, the wrong way. It was four penalties in the first five minutes for this offense. Two, two more delay games. One of them after a timeout or a TV timeout. You came out in the first play of the fucking drive. You got to know there's confusion. Hold on, about Bill. That. Jesus Christ. Can I finish? I'll come to you right after this. Speed buddy. the fuck up. Missed field goal by uh, uh, Folk, who's I don't think it's Folk's fault. I don't kick that field goal. What are you doing the, kicking a 54 yard field goal? Just pin him down there. It's Sam Darnold. I didn't like the call. Uh, that was after another false start by the Panthers, by the way. Terrible. And then this one's a little bit minor, but it was in. It was the first drive of the game. Myers fumbled that ball, catching it and cost him a first down. And look, you had a 14-6 lead in halftime. That was not that you know, it always felt like the Patriots had it in hand because uh, the Panthers are so bad, but they weren't playing great. And that was your first drive of the game and, uh, and it cost them a first down. So certainly far from perfect on the offensive side of the ball, Bill, feel free to take it wherever you want. Yeah. I mean, your mental mistakes, you got to, again, you're, you're fourth in the league and holding penalties. That's unacceptable. You know, and again, the, the one saving grace with the two turnovers is your defense held them to six points off the two. That was the only thing you turned the ball over both times in your own your own territory. I mean, you need more out of Mac Jones. You really do. And again, you got four four catches, 42 yards out of, out of your wide receivers. Hunter Henry, two catches, 19 yards. I mean, you need more out of the offense as a whole. You need to see Mac make those strides. And right now, game number nine in the year, back-to-back games. LA last week. And then this week, again, he didn't have a lot of opportunity in the second half, but you're playing a good defense. I mean, Carolina is one of the top five defenses in the league right now. And they just added a healthy Stefan Gilmore. So, I mean, that's a pretty legit defense. Gilmore might not have made an impact, but he was all over the field last night, especially against Jacoby Myers, you know, and again, with the pick. So, I mean, that, that helped. He might not have shown up on the statue, but he was showed up with Mac Jones, not having wide receivers to throw. Nelson Aguilar wasn't nowhere to be found. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of, stuff that still needs to be good. Hopefully, like, at least with your run game, maybe Trent Brown, if he can ever get healthy, he can come off the IR whenever, then maybe that will fix the kind of offensive uh, left side of that ball because you're going to move Anunwa back or Anunwa, whatever the fuck, I can never pronounce a stupid name, but you can move him. Who is Anunwa? I don't know why I always get this confused. Who the fuck is Anunwa? It is a person. Maybe someone just pronounced a winner's name like that. That's probably why they probably sit on the fucking game. And I'm just, it's in, in my brain. Now a winner who can move back to left guard and maybe stabilize that a little bit, but it, it, the offense needs to pick it up. You, you, you got tough games. Cleveland looks tougher now after that shellacking of uh, Ray's Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are then, for real. Bengals you are know what real. I mean? And then you got the Titans who they showed up yesterday against a uh, 
my number one team in the, in the NFL. I mean, they're seven and two, number one seed in the, the AFC. So, I mean, yeah, that was and a then surprising, surprising you, game of them. You yeah, got, the Panthers you gotta, defense you're not going to beat a team like that with the, with the offense that you saw this week. But this is I, also, can I go real quick? This is Mac Jones' rookie year. He's been playing in the SEC. This is a long season. This is not, you're not playing with boys anymore. You're playing with men. He's gotten hit a lot this year already. Maybe he's got some injuries. Hoyer came in at the end of the game last yesterday. They were up it's, twenty-four to six. That's why he came it, in. That but, was a that Belichick start. never does that shit. He always makes them play out. Something might be actually wrong with him. He might be actually having an injury, and that's why he's not throwing the ball as much as we think we want him to. I, I wouldn't be so. I wouldn't be surprised if he had an injury because his accuracy's been off. He's been pulling it. Um, you know, you just look at the last two games. It's it's not that he he hasn't thrown the ball well, and he's kind of pulling it all to the left and. Second to last drive, whatever it was, last time they were in the red zone, he threw basically a couple fade routes to the left side of the field, and they all they both sailed out of bounds by five or six yards. Maybe he was just being safe with it, but he had one to John with Smith that was low and away, far down to the left. Feels like he's pulling it. Maybe it's in his head. Maybe it's something else. Like you said, Ray, I mean, he's been beat the shit out of you're right so i wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's a little dinged up and he's got some things going on i don't I'm know if that's causing it either to your point he's When's a your bye week week, four, week 14 i mean dude you're sitting five and four I'll, I'll take it you know i mean if your defense can keep picking up like this you can you can handle games the way mac is playing you can go in and shut down cleveland next week i mean again christian mccaffrey's a better running back and i i know Mm. Chris McCaffrey, I would take over Nick Chubb when not, healthy. Not this week, when healthy. Well, yes, when but healthy, healthy, but I'm just saying, you, you kind of shut down the run game. That's the whole thing. You, I think just going in, I mean, you can get by, but when you play the good teams, you're not going to do it. So, I mean, it, if I'll take this right now at five and four because Cam Newton would be here next if the, if it wasn't for Mac Jones. Back Look, to my old take. Think... This is where we'd be. <laughs> we wouldn't be talking about this. No, of course not. And Mac Jones played really well at the beginning part of the season, and he's a rookie. He's had two. Um, less than uh, stellar games, but you're still put up mid 20 points. You've gotten two touchdowns by the offense, but he may drive when he needs fucking a bill. Let me get my goddamn point across for the love of fucking God. Billy rambles two touchdowns. East by the offense. Nick Folk is an automatic machine inside of 50. Just get a couple field goals. You're in the mid twenties. The Patriots have not, the Patriots defense has not allowed 24 points or more to any team outside of overtime um, this year. So their defense has been playing like this pretty much all season, and they look like they stepped it up. Question me, Bill. No, Who I they know. They gave up more just... than 24 to besides overtime. Well, if you, oh, yeah, they, they gave up 30 in regulation, though. 31. To who? Dallas in regulation. And then the, so Those I mean, pick six. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Now I've lost my goddamn train of thought. Patriots now half game back from uh, the Bills. Yeah, how about that? Incredible. And you, you saw the, the Jacksonville Jaguars win their first game on American soil in 420 days, and it has to just be against the Buffalo <laughs> Bills. <laughs> That's a great stat. That's a great stat right there. That's a fucking terrific stat. I won't question it. Uh, <laughs> half A half game fucking back that from, down. The, from the Bills is uh is far better than we thought we thought we we're going to be walking into this bills game in a couple of weeks two games back and you know hoping for a miracle the bills have not looked good you're trending upwards for the most part except for your rookie quarterback who's kind of plateaued the rest of your team is basically trending upward you got two winnable games before you see him next he got two bills <clears throat> two games against the bills the titans and the colts those are your tough games 
you can lose three and still be in the playoffs. If you take one out of two from the bills and, you know, squeeze a couple out against either the Titans and, or the Browns and, or the Colts, and you only lose two, you, you mean you're right there for the division and the bills certainly don't look all they're cracked up to be uh, at the beginning of the year. It's pretty no, and, incredible. No. And if you look at it too, like we were talking earlier, like the, the stretch, this five game stretch, I think it ends with the Titans. You needed to really, or yeah, it ends with the Titans. You really needed to go, or Atlanta. You really need to go, what, four and one? I mean, the, the possibility right now is to go five and zero oh in this stretch leading up to Tennessee. And then you got the Colts, and then you got two, th- two against Buffalo in three weeks. Like, realistically, if you, sw- you know, s- split one with Buffalo, I mean, you're, you're right there. I don't think Buffalo's looking as good as they have. I mean, come on. You lost, Josh Allen I, is complete regress- regression. You want to talk about regression? That's Josh Allen. He had 43 touchdowns or 49 touchdowns total last year, and he is just running for his life and throwing bad. Two, two, Rich, go for it. I mean, this is what you need to see. And, and again, the Patriots keep playing good defense. You've seen him shut down some pretty deep. That offense last week for the Chargers that they shut down was pretty legit. Throw out that garbage touchdown. You gave him 17 points to that offense. I mean, Dude, yeah, the Bills are the right there. We're the number one scoring team in the offense going in, into the NFL going into that game. They scored six points. They lost six to nine. How nice. the f- nice? I mean, how do you even do that? I didn't watch. I mean, maybe I got to go back. And Jacksonville's and kicker game. missed like four kicks. One it was. Oh really? Um, one it was a false start that backed them up. One was a uh, offsides that pushed them forward. He missed all every kick. I'm not even kidding. He had three kicks in a row in like one sequence from penalties, and he missed all three times for Jacksonville. <laughs> and the Bills lost them. Go Bills. Uh, real quick, Ray, just a uh, in-person review of Carolina Stadium. We were up uh, pretty high, basically. Sucks, dude. I hate that stadium. You walk oh, up. I enjoyed it. Like this. Oh, I it was it. fine. I don't think it was a bad seat in the house. Beautiful. It's just a beautiful dome. spot. Yeah. Um, but we were a section over. We had our own decent Patriots crowd with us and uh you know just your everybody every patriots fan there basically were classic fucking mass holes backwards hat fucking boots or nikes jeans and the shirts off <laughs> either shirts off or the sweatshirt and the jersey where yeah. everyone had the same fucking accent and they were all fucking assholes every single one of them uh, there was almost it. a fight next to it. us but the section over that, I mean, the whole, was a whole section was Patriots fans. They were singing Sweet Caroline a couple times. They had the Go Patriots chant going to the basically half the fucking stadium. There was a fight. Security was called. Uh, there was almost a couple a times. Melee. A couple times the security was by called. The, by the middle of the third quarter, every Carolina fan basically had left, and the stadium was still half full, and it was all Patriots fans. Did you it see was... the video of Robbie Anderson cussing out Sam Darnold on the sideline? Yeah, he that, is yeah. pissed. I mean, the whole God team. God damn, bro. <laughs> Dude. You suck, bro. That was Going the pick, that was like the pick Carolina, to Jason Jackson where he threw it directly to him on the run. Yeah, the second his second pick. Dude, going yeah. back to Carolina, man, you had a chance to take a quarterback at eight, and you passed on it because you traded for Sam Darnold. And now you, you put your franchise, the rebuild of your franchise in Sam Darnold's hands. Dude, the, the, you're four and no. five now. You it's, trade it, everything to get Deshaun Watson as soon as he's acquitted. He doesn't want to go there. He wants to go to Miami. He said he would. He the only place he's basically taking a trade with Miami. Right. You keep saying acquitted. Do you know what acquitted means? Yeah. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> I stand corrected. Uh, speaking of acquitted, uh, OBJ has been cut. Is that what it means, Ray? We'll check on that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut by the Browns. We'll hit waivers, and we will know if he's a Patriot basically by four o'clock uh, today, today, as this is released. 
There are a uh, lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke. Patriots have released James Ferentz, opening up a roster spot on their 53. They've opened True. up two practice spots uh, on their practice squad. Uh, OBJ has said that he wants to come there. There are a handful of other teams that have said they're interested in Seattle and New Orleans, two of them. Um, it seems it seems like a Belichick deal. You get a guy for cheap. Someone else is paying a undervalued asset that still has something left in the tank. Oh, and by the way, you're going to play his team this week. Talk about a little intel you can get. Oh, and by the way, no one's talking about this. The guy that he would potentially replace, Nelson Aguilar, is a zero in this offense. Tell me right now. I know that we're all kind of a known OBJ because of who OBJ is, but if you put poop, him poop, poop. instead of Nelson Aguilar, do you think that you'll get a, a little bit more out of that wide receiver position and what Aguilar is supposed to be doing out there? Yes, if he's healthy, but I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna put a waiver claim in seven and a half million dollars. I think the biggest thing is you just persuade no, him to they're, sign here. No one's gonna put a waiver claim. In. Yeah, you just persuade him to sign here. That's the biggest thing. I mean, again, Cleveland sign. Cleveland is paying his salary if no one claims him. This is a typical Belichick move. Get him for cheap. Have the other a, a, a cheap good player have the fucking other another team basically pay his whole salary. So, I mean, this is, you need it. I'm, we've been saying all year, you're still a wide receiver. I hated the Nelson Aguilar signing and you need more wide receivers. Cause honestly, outside of Hunter Henry, you can get shit out of your tight ends, right? Oh. I mean, even two catches for 19 yards and a touchdown. Great. You have five touchdowns in six, six, the Why last six is games. But Why have they not been able to get the tight ends moving at all in this offense? Like even they try like, with John U. Smith. They were giving them handoffs out of the backfield, and they're trying to do shit. I, is it because they don't know the playbook? This is one of the hardest playbooks to learn. Are they that dumb that they just can't catch on? How hard is it just on, to run a they, quick little option, a six- or seven-yard option route with a tight end who can box out? Gronk used to do it all the fucking mm -hmm. time. You just run, turn around, throw it to my left hip and right hip, depending on where the defender is. I'm big. John U. Smith and Hunter Henry should be able to do that on third down every single time that they need one. I don't understand yeah. why they're just not running a simple, those simple little options route that used to do with Gronk and Edelman all the time. I think it has a lot to do with Mac just spreading the ball around too. Like you had 10 different guys touch the ball in the first 11 plays, I believe for Mac Jones yesterday. So, I mean, that has a lot to do with it, but yeah, you've seen like it rains on Sunday. It's Tuesdays. Not bad. All hands on dicks. <laughs> oh, now he likes the joke. Now he likes the joke. Now he's it. into it. Yeah. Um, all right, well. I've been know, making I, it from your, about your mom since you came up with it. <laughs> OBJ has uh, – that'll, that'll certainly be some news and certainly be something to talk about. And I don't know. I think he brings a little bit more talent to an offense that has – a passing offense that has certainly struggled over the last several weeks anyway. Yeah, needs a uh, fluffer. He needs a fluffer. Uh, that's it for Patriots talk. We'll be right back after this. Uh, we'll throw it over to the obvious one uh, to give us today's headlines. The Patriots traveled to Charlotte with what felt like half of Massachusetts was there and get a convincing 24-6 win. J.C. Jackson with two interceptions, including a pick six. Uh, Mac Jones was 12 for 18 with a TD to Hunter Henry and an interception to Stephon Gilmore. Patriots are now just a half game behind the Bills for the division after the Bills lose to Jacksonville 6-9. Nice. Nice. Over the, over the weekend, the Celtics lost to Luka Doncic and the Mavs 107-105 at the buzzer. Celtics are 4-6 and six in the last uh, in its first 10 games of the season. Reports have the Celtics interested in pursuing a trade for Ben Simmons. The deal is reported to include Jalen Brown and will land Brad Stevens on the list if this were to go down. 
Bruins lose to the Maple Leafs 5-2 over the weekend, bring their record to 5-4 to start the season. J.D. Martinez has opted in his $19.3 million option to stay with the Boston Red Sox in 2022. The Sox exercised their $7 million option on catcher Christian Vasquez. These were the headlines with the obvious one. Welcome back. Uh, I don't think what we mentioned in the headlines we'll get to in the Red Sox, but did they they uh, opt? They gave um, Eddie Rodriguez the qualifying stupid, offer, right? Stupid, and, and he's going to take it too because uncertainty of the offseason. Eighteen point three or eighteen point nine. He just made nine point four, I believe, or nine million this year, somewhere in that range. Ooh. All right, we'll get there. Before that, uh, let's just address this Ben Simmons thing we talked about a little bit in the opening. Um, obviously. Everybody in New England said if they traded Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons, that you know he's on the list. Brad Stevens is on the Queens list for murder, and it will happen. He will be dead before the nightfall. That's not happening. They wouldn't. I mean, they didn't. Tra- Everyone's saying this, but they wouldn't trade Jalen Brown for James Harden. They're not doing it for fucking Ben Simmons or Kawhi. <laughs> right? They didn't trade him for anybody. Well, now, that, that was Danny. Danny. I get it. That Brad's was a little, bit, Brad's a little <laughs> bit different, but he's not dumb enough to do it for fucking Ben Simmons, is he? If you can, if you can do it for, like I said, where I mentioned in the opening take, if you can do it for Marcus Smart, Schroeder, and whoever you got, I, I, defense and assists. I, I know he can't shoot, but he can get the ball to the guys that can shoot. You know, I think you're gonna. I think you can make Brown and, and Tatum a better player because he's a better facilitator than anything you have. You can drew, at least take the ball up the court and again and let let Tatum and Brown get to their spots. And then Ben Simmons is going to hit him. You know, Marcus Smart can't do shit. He can't pass the ball. You don't Schroeder, even Schroeder four or five assists a game. I mean, Ben Simmons can lead the league in assists. And now you have shooters on like you have Tatum and Brown that can, can somewhat shoot. So I think it's going to make your offense better. But again, it, it, it's all dependent on smart Schroeder Horford, all these shit bag contracts that will have to go back, but I'm not moving Jalen Brown for anyone. That's Ben Simmons. That's Question for, sure. for you. I have a conspiracy theory. Get a life loser. What if Tatum's writing off on this and says, yeah, do Brown for a Ben Simmons. I I've been saying they need to move to, uh, one of them for a long time. Jalen Brown seems the most obvious guy to move, but you can get better. Like I would move him from, you know, I would move from Bradley Beal or, or um, Damian Lillard. You know, those are the type of players that you're probably going to move Jalen Brown in, not a Ben Simmons type because you're making Guys average 26 points a game six rebounds and three assists. He's an all-star. Ben Simmons can't, not only can he not shoot, do that. he's a mental midget, and he's also, fuck, I might have to beat that. Yeah, yeah but he's be also, no, you're good. At kickables. They're called kickables. <laughs> he's also, this is the biggest part that people kind of forget. He's a liability in the fourth quarter. You can't play him down the stretch because he can't even shoot free throws. He's an absolute loser. The only way I saw this trade and it made, this is what sparked my interest. Marcus Smart, uh, Josh Richardson, something else two first round picks yes and you get you get uh seth curry back uh, along with ben simmons oh please yes seth curry could it shoot. might have been three first round picks i don't okay. know him and I'll Embiid, give him four seth curry and Embiid now are like buddy buddy he loves playing he's been coming out in the media making a point being like yeah this team's way better now all this shit there's no way they'd trade seth curry Either way, um, yeah, the Ben Simmons thinks no. I, I would want Marcus Smart off this team. I still think that's a problem. Let's switch gears to uh, Saturday night. Uh, Ray and I were right on the cups of being cross-eyed when this game went to halftime, so we Me didn't too. catch the end of this. <laughs> Me either. But uh, I forgot they even played. 
<laughs> we were making dollar bets with each other. And uh, I don't remember what happened after that. But after going back Titties. and looking at it here, let me sum it up for you. Marcus Smart fucking Museum. blew it. Marcus Smart fucking blew it again. Uh, a bad a bad turnover. He was trying to draw the foul like he was James Harden last year or for the years prior that they didn't get that call. And then he made the, he committed a foul uh, when he shouldn't have. Uh, I made Doka came out afterwards and said that was not the strategy, but I guess it's my fault covering up for Marcus smart again, yet again, That's enabling this yeah. fucking guy. They just, he's just a problem. He, it's, it's time to move on. We've been saying this for two years. He's just a problem. He's not that bad of a player. He, He's just a problem in this organization. It's time to move on. It happens all the time. He's been here for eight years. Go find me. Go find me more than 20 players in the NBA that have stayed in, a, in their organization for more than eight years. I bet it's a challenge to find that. So what is the fucking big Steph deal? Curry, Marcus, God, Suck it. Marcus goddamn smart. It, it's driving me insane. Uh, also, Luca just has your number. Uh, what is this? The that was a sick shot. He's beat you with was, in three years. Oh God, you could have had Luca. We could have had Luca. He's kind of a bitch too, to be honest. Oh, I enjoy those type of players. What He's was that deal? Bra- it was Brown and it was Jalen Brown, Brown in the third round pick or something like, or the whatever pick that uh, or they moved up and they traded whatever yeah. the, whatever it was. You could have had you would have drafted Luca. You could have traded Jalen and drafted Luca. I think the the biggest thing in the, is the covering up for Marcus Smart. Odoka after the game says, "Yeah, I told every, I didn't tell everybody on the team that not to foul. That's on my like." Really? Where the fuck was Marcus Smart? Was he on the court? Like, I mean, the guy that you have on the court, those are the guys should know not to foul. So he's taking it upon himself to foul. And then you see Luca make a ridiculous shot. But the covering up for Marcus Smart needs to, it, it's a problem that we've seen for years now. We thought that nipped it at that in the bud when you suspended him for missing the team playing uh, in a preseason game. But now, no, now you're seeing in a regular season game. This is, the, this is up. The, these, this is an opportunity to start benching guys. You cost the team a fucking game. You could have went into overtime and probably won that fucking game. And instead you're taking upon yourself to call a needless foul when you shouldn't have. And your coach is telling everybody, but Marcus smart, where the fuck was Marcus smart on that? You're t- no, he heard it and said, oh, yeah. fuck you. I'm doing this. I'm doing this on my own. And this is the shit he used to do with Brad and it can't stand. And Brad sitting there in the fucking GM role going, Meh, do what you want, Marcus. Meh. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> now, Dier was your point last show, Ray. Uh, Brad Stevens knew what he was getting himself into. He still gave him a four-year extension, um, twenty-two yeah. million dollars, which I didn't want to do. You gave him a ten million dollar raise to tell your coach to basically go fuck yourself and lose you a game. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, he's not. You're not wrong at all. But the only the only silver lining here is I think old Trader Brad is on the phones waiting for January to come. I and I, and he needs to. Well, find... Bradley Beal is the target. That's why him and Williams got signed to big deals. We've all. And he said ain't gonna go anywhere if the contracts. Wizards keep winning. The Wizards keep winning. I don't give a fuck who it is at this point. Just move. Get rid of Margaret Smart. Just move him. Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, Fine. don't, 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 <laughs> don't, don't do it to him. It's been a long uh, weekend. I can't do that right now. It's don't. already still as a Langevin. <laughs> <laughs> do it to him. Uh, last thing I'll put on the Celtics is whether it's Marcus Smart problem or not, Uduk problem. These last games, this, this road stretch, they have played harder. It didn't. It doesn't look like the, that Miami those, game was legit. Yeah, that I mean, that was a strong legit win. Jason Tatum had one point. Um, I think he's moved out of his shooting slump. It looked like in in Dallas anyway. But the greater point is they were playing hard and. Good job for Aaron Neesmith and those backups in that second quarter of that game coming Why in. Why isn't he playing more? Let's be real. Like I feel he doesn't like have he... a big bench like fucking Brad did. It's awesome. I enjoy it. 
why he's the guy you tear it up in the preseason. He can actually shoot the way he finished last year. I thought he was dude, he was what averaging 12, 15 points a game the last 10 or 15 games of the season. He was turning into a consistent player, and now he's never seen the court. I think I would rather have him over guys like Grant fucking Williams, Romeo Langford, those guys in the rotation. Give the kid a better shot. Let him at least let him get him more minutes. He's a rookie. Same thing with Pritchard. You're not seeing Pritchard on the court anymore. You just, especially with a team like this that we're bitching at for not playing hard, uh, guys like that who make a living playing hard as young kids and don't really have the NBA game down, they spark, they spark energy in your team. That's not an NBA thing. That's an all sports everywhere thing. Every team needs those type of guys. That guy's supposed to be Marcus Smart, but he's getting paid $20 million a year because he thinks he's fucking Allen Iverson, doesn't do that shit anymore. So Aaron Neesmith, Robion Langford, Peyton Pritchard, those guys play with energy and purpose, and I, I think that they have a spot in that rotation. Whether I don't think they have Brad Stevens' spot in the rotation. They shouldn't be getting 20 minutes a night, but plug them in there when you need a jolt of energy. That's what your job as a fucking coach is to read the floor and understand what you need and know what guys give you. And I don't know. Maybe I may figure it out. It's only 10 Especially a team in, that can't shoot where you got the best shooter and supposedly the best shooter in the draft last year and peach baskets. I mean, at least let the guy come in and shoot. I can't tell if he's joking or not. He's he sucked. Uh, it, it took him six games to score. <laughs> I'm, I'm semi. I'm Langevin joking. Fair uh, enough. On the cups. Maybe you're there, almost, maybe you're not. Almost there. Just almost there. <laughs> almost there. <laughs> Give me a second, baby. Give me oh, a second. Bill, after air, after the show, I'll tell you something funny. Good segue, Ray. Red Sox baseball. Sky rockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. Let's talk about something <laughs> funny. J.D. Martinez opts in. Uh, to be your designated hitter for the Boston Red Sox in 2022, 19 million a year. Uh, I kind of felt like this was coming. I He's getting older. He's trending downward. There's not a place for him that NL uh, DH, even if it goes through, I don't think it's going through this season. It's going to be another season. So in the CBA. No, no. If it goes through, it's starting 2022. Because they were saying even in the, even in the world. Even in the World Series, when Granky was getting hits, it's like, all right, that might be, that's probably the last time you're going to see a pitcher bat in the World Series. I mean, it might happen this year. JD opts in because you don't know what ha- the big reason is. You don't know what's happening in the offseason with the CBA coming up. I don't, I know you're going to try to go over it, but that's huge. Like 19.6, I believe, is, or 19.4 is he's getting. I, pro- I think in a normal offseason, he's getting that money. I mean, he's 34, but he had 28 home runs, over 90 RBIs, hit 280 last year. I mean, he's still a serviceable player, and that's a going rate for, a hitter like that, but I think it's uncertain in the off season. That's why I think, you know, Erod's going to take his, his offer at 18.9 and then just go back to it next year. I don't think anyone's going to pay him, but the uncertain in the off season is huge. Cause again, I've mentioned before, I don't, they might not play till fucking June with the CBA, if at all, like we're in for a work stoppage right here. So, I mean, you're, you're going to jump on your deal and just ride it out and then figure it out next year. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. I think all the players are, must be in flex flux and that, I mean, the DH thing with the CBA, how do you build a team not knowing what the fucking rules are? That's why I, you might be right. Maybe they said 2022, but it doesn't make sense to me. It should be 2023. I don't know how you build a team if you don't know what the rules are. So well, they had uh, it last baseball. year. Honestly, Rich, they had it. They had it last year in the bubble. They had the universal DH. You had teams build teams like that. I mean, yeah, and people know people were pissed. The NL was pissed. They put that rule in late and they were pissed. Well, look at the Braves this year. 
can I, I, I to reference the World Series champions? They had Solar Solaire playing DH in the in the AL parks, World Series MVP. So I mean, teams they'll they'll adjust, they'll adapt. I get the of course they'll adapt. They have to. You guys adapt. know Braves. They won the World Series. Did they win? Good for them. Good for you. Uh, how does this affect the Red Sox? Uh, it, you know, this is a big offseason for Red Sox fans to see. You know, what's the true method for Heim Bloom and these and these boys moving forward here? Obviously, we were a fan of Kyle Schwarber over JD Martinez. I still think there's a chance they sign Schwarber. They might even trade JD, but I think they'll sign Schwarber and keep both of them. Honestly, I think they like Schwarber that much, and they have plans for him, whether it be DH, first base, or left first field. Base. Um, he, you know, it, they're, they're running with the Rays mentality. So they, I feel like they think they can plug him in wherever they want, but I think they like his bat more than anything. I wouldn't be surprised if they get Schwarber too. Yeah. And I think that's probably all you're going to see. Cause if, you know, Erod, the hope is Erod doesn't take it. So if he signs for a $50 million deal, you do get a draft pick out of the deal, but I, I, I expect him to take it. And that's all you're spending. I, you know, there's rumors they want to have a big off season money wise, but you just offered Erod 18 doubled Erod salary, pick JD's in there. And then I think Kyle Schwarber is the missing piece on offense. But again, you got to trust his defense at first base. You're bringing back basically the whole offense. I would like to add second baseman. If you're going to spend, I've already said it, Marcus Simeon, that's the way you should go. If you're spending a big off, big money this off season, but I don't see it now with, again, you're, you're trying to just retain your own guys. You know, you, you did decline Richards. You did decline Martin Perez, but you did attend uh, Verlander's workout today, by the way. So, I mean, there might be some interest there. He was hitting 95, mm. 95, 96 on the gun as a 39 year old. I believe he is. I mean, that might be a good stop. I know, I know where Ray's head went. I know exactly. Those titties, Kate Upton. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Kate Upton fapping. Oh, God. That'll, that'll give any lip dick a hard on. Even a Langevin. Oh, Even yeah. a Langevin. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we'll see. They got uh, three weeks. Four weeks for the CBA. Good fucking luck. Uh, nope. December 1st is the deadline on that. Good fucking luck. Um, but at least it'll give Heimblum <laughs> and the nerds a long time to crunch those numbers for when they finally get back into play. They'll know exactly what they're looking to do. Exactly what they're looking to do. All right, this has been the Simmind Sports Show. Fat Tuesday, November nice 9th. Show. See you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. 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 Dude, have you seen it? Yeah, Ray, of course, Ray, good, good pussy shots. Those big old titties. Those milkers. Woo. I just want to lay down on the bed. I want to beat me in the face with them. I want her to Nardone me with those things. Full on new podcast studio. Well, I might be back to the original on Thursday. Over. Mm-hmm. It's over. Pretty soon. It's somehow soon. Get rid of the, get rid of the, get rid of the good old condo. Queens Landing. What are you gonna do for security at the new place? Click clack. Plenty of guns. <laughs> that was a silly question. Just picked up a new one. Come on. Yeah, but the reputation won't be there. It will oh. be when I have to kill the first motherfucker who comes up. <laughs> Motherfucker. You know, for being honest, I think uh, Stabby McStabster helped the reputation of Queen's Landing keeping keeping some of the other riffraff out.
Yeah, this area is nice and quiet. I don't hear any stabbings and fights and cops show up all the time. So, Do you think you're going to bring that to that area, though? No, I've never brought it before. I didn't choose those crackheads that live next door to me. My unshield neighborhood. No one chooses it. No one like the queen chooses it. It just follows. It's just a trail of trash. (laughs) Pussy and ash. Nice. Story of my life. Trash trail. (laughs) 